Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. You're looking real cool over there. Hey, DJ V1. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you doing, nah, your, nah, you doing your breathing routines again? Uh, nah. <laughs> you was doing your breathing routines. <laughs> nah, I'm waking myself up. Let's do it, man. You have a special guy here today. You smoking too much of that, um, uh, yeah, that, that big, that yeah, big that, leave that, OG. I ain't gonna hold you. Got me. It got me. You smoked it with grabber? You disrespected my weed with grabber? I ain't disrespected. I enhanced it. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <clears throat> if you've been smoking rock or under a rock, you now tuned in to the personal party podcast. Cheer. I wish I could mute you in real life. <laughs> I wish I could mute you. It's not going to happen, I buddy. Could start muting your mic when you do that. Why would you do that? Because I hate that ad lib. It bothers me. All right, so whenever you turn the mic on, that's when I'm going to say it. Because I got to talk. It's very rarely I shut you up. That that was that was cool for me right there. All right, cool. We got a special guest here. We got a beyond special guest. It's one of my friends. You know what I mean? Um, a part of one of the illest, greatest tag teams <clears throat> of our time. Um, fourteen time, well, one half of the fourteen time tag champs. I want to I want to run this down. Tell me if I'm missing something. PWR Tag Team Champion, one time. Russell Pro, Tag Champ, one time. Warriors of Wrestling, Tag Champ, one time. Two times. Two, oh, two, pardon self, two times. Um, World Wrestling League, Tag Team Champion. Combat Zone, Tag Team Champion. House of Glory, three-time Tag Team Champion. Damn. Impact. How many times you want to impact? Four times. God damn. Four time impact tag champ. Um, one time uh GFW tag champ. Yep. One time JCW. Yep. Tag champ. Yep. So all around we got 14 titles right here. Oh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get let, let me get my air horns. Let me get let me get my air horns right Talk about credentials. Let me let me let me get. Right to me. Gotta let another one of them shits go. Shit. You know what I mean? We got my motherfucking brother. Oh, also a part of the hottest faction in pro wrestling today, the Inner Circle. Mm. You know what I mean? Shout out to Ortiz. Shout out to Big Jack. Shout out to Jericho. Shout out to Sammy. Big homie. We got my motherfucking brother Santana in the motherfucking yeah. building. Today. Yeah. You know what I mean? What up, what up? I see you on TV every Wednesday, now Friday, because of the playoffs. Yep. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) 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 Well, damn, since you put it that way, first of all, thank you, you know, for for even inviting me here and and blessing me with, you know, with all this and and just uh, the hospitality and just everything, bro. Is the most contact high I've gotten since middle school, bro. (laughs) Without actually smoking a blunt, you know what I mean? Just saying. But, uh, man, it's it's been a journey. It's been quite a journey the past 18 months, man. It's been wild. It's been a wild ride. Yeah. (laughs) For one, I'm shocked to even catch you in a week because you're always on fucking TV. So I'm like, damn. When I got the text, she was here. I had to rally up the guys immediately. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Santana's here. Make sure everybody pull up. We got another episode to knock out because very seldomly I have my brother in the city, even though you're born and raised in New York yes, City. Sir. NYC, NYC, baby. NYC and this motherfucker yes, strong. You know what I mean? I'm talking about um, <clears throat> behind Manhattan Center. Damn. 
100%. You feel me? 116. 116. 2KW. 2KW. <laughs> you day. feel me? I was yes, watching sir. y'all on public access. Damn right. Yeah, Real spill. Real crazy. spill. Like, yo, crazy. what the fuck? Because you know, like, I love wrestling and you know that. Yep. I'm, at, I'm at all the events yep. and, and you know, like, I love the art. Yes, and sir. back then, you know, when I was younger, everybody, I feel like, in this room wrestled. We mm-hmm. all made cardboard titles. We yep. all fucking was trying to get to it somehow, some way. We was a part of the NWO or yep, all, yep. DX or Four Horsemen or whatever or it was. Suplex the cousin. Everybody, everybody <laughs> had their own their their own crew in, in the schoolyard. And right, shit. right. Everybody 100%. had their, right. So seeing y'all do that where it was uh, organized, yeah, right, without a ring, but it was still a, a telling story. Yeah, man. And for you to and to see you today, a fucking <laughs> 14 time tax and, and running <laughs> because it's crazy. not over. Oh, I'm just no. I'm just waiting for you to get the AEW tax. It's just a matter of time before yeah. y'all take it from the Bucks. Hey, shout man. out to the Bucks. Yo, I love the Bucks, but shout out to them. But it's only a matter of time before yeah, we y'all take it, it from over the here, Bucks. Baby. You know what I mean? But bro, like, how did you get into this? Oh man, I mean, honestly, we we're gonna have to go back to the to the beginning, bro. Um, you know, born and raised Lower East Side, you know what I mean? Shout out LES, LES um, A Street Avenue D. Um, <laughs> um, man, and, and I remember, uh, God bless my grandparents, man, because they were the ones that really sparked this whole dream. My grandmother was the one that, you know, took me every weekend to KB Toys and Toys R Us toy hunting and, and bro, copping all the Hasbros and the bone crunches and... Bro, it was just, you know, that's honestly like the whole action figure thing is what really sparked this whole thing. And I remember my grandfather coming home from work on a Friday. I was maybe like four or five years old. And it's crazy. I I still remember this. And it was he brought me my very first uh, Hasbro Undertaker figure. Yeah, man. And uh, that was the first figure I ever had in my life. And uh, it's crazy. I still got that figure. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I think it's worth a little something, too. It might be. It's worth a little something. Good condition? Oh, it's 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 out of the packaging because I got it. But you still got it. But I got it. Yeah, it's still. The funny shit is I got like fucking over 300 fucking Hasbro figures. Those are my favorite models. Action figures. And my dad used to take me to KB toy stores and mm-hmm. like the random mom and pop toy yep, stores because yep. back in the days, that's where we got the toys from. 100%. I used to go there every Saturday and collect. Like I had doubles, yeah. of, and especially the big rubber figures that just don't. Hell move. yeah, the LJMs. Yeah, them shits just started to turn into yeah. a fucking weapon after <laughs> Yo, a while. Legit. Either a weapon or a dog toy, bro. Either one. They a both dog work. Toy. They both work. They bro. both work. Right. So, you know, this podcast um, <clears throat> is beyond hip hop. You yep. know what I mean? Like, I, I built this platform to talk to my friends in all genres. Um, and not only just to, to give flowers, but to give game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of what we do is insightful. Yep. And it all co- it all correlates yes. to each other. Yes. Right? So, you know, from the beginning, from getting into it, when did you go, when did you go pro? Like, when did you get your first shot? So, uh, so I started training the end of 07 going into 08 and I met this dude while I was still in high school and he, uh, I, we were at, we had gym class together and I noticed that, um, he had, um, he had a duffel bag and he was pulling his gym clothes and I noticed wrestling shoes and kick pads and he had like wrestling gear in his bag. So you know, I was like, yeah, I don't mean to be nosy and in your bag, my my dude, but uh, what you know, you you a wrestler? You right? And he was like, yeah, I actually train at this place in in uh in Arthur Kill Road. I was living in Staten Island at the time, hmm. and uh, I w- when he said that, I was like, hold up, there's a there's a fucking wrestling school in Staten Island, and uh, he was like, yeah, if you want, I'll take you, and I was like, say no more, let's go. Hmm. And uh, maybe two days later, it was the weekend, he took me, I met the trainer, his name was Magic, Andrew Morgan, he's still uh, he, he's still one of the OGs from, from old school New York independence and shit, he's still rocking and rolling, and uh, he was the first dude I met, and uh, you know, I told him I was passionate about it, I, I told him, you know, I did backyard wrestling and shit, and, and you know, it was something that I wanted to do. And, um, again, I was still in, in high school at the time and, uh, I was like, what, 
how can I sign up? How can I start training? And um, he was just like, uh, here's the deal. I, I know you're still in school. Um, if you want me to train you, I want you to bring me a diploma. Mm. And that if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. That's something I, I'm still to this day I will forever cherish and, and I'm forever grateful for that because I know for a fact if I would have started <laughs> wrestling school while I was in school, there was absolutely no way that I was, you know. <laughs> so I'm thankful for that. And um, yeah, and he, he was like, I'll train you, just bring me your diploma and we'll get to business and um, say no more. I went to school. <laughs> and I finally, I was like, all right, I have something to, to, to look forward to now. I have something, you know, cause honestly, like at that time in my state of mind, I wasn't really going to college. I didn't really have a plan. I, I was just like, I'll, I'll figure it out. You Freelancing. Know I mean? Yeah. It. I'll wing it and see right. what's good. And then finally I was like, oh shit, I have this thing that I can now, you know, focus on and, and get into. And I finished the last uh, few months of school, man, and I did exactly what he said. Mm. I didn't go to graduation. I didn't go to prom. I didn't, which I still get heat for from my family. <laughs> you know, no and I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah, that's all y'all wanted was the pictures and shit. No pictures. Yeah, y'all want to pay $500 for that package of pictures and shit. Anyways, but, uh, yeah, but now, you know, I, anyways, I, I went, I went to him. No, no graduation, no prom, and I was like, "Here you go, sir," and hmm. I gave him my diploma, and off to the races. And That's that was uh, the beginning of 2008. And now, with my family bitches, I show them my action figure, and I'm like, "Right, you're right. welcome." Look, right. <laughs> Speaking of which, you know what I mean? It's, it's I only it's got wild. a couple cool friends That's that got action hell. figures. It's wild. You know what I mean? Look, this is how does that feel? That's. I'm still. It, Speaking of which, I must have. I must have gotten the maybe like two months ago, and I'm still in that moment, bro. I feel you, bro. I'm oh, still, you already know. I'm I still gotta, taking that in. You, you gotta fucking. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> <Get me> right. <laughs> I didn't even. You know, I usually I got all my shit on display. You see, I got my man Y2J right here. I usually, yes, but I'm like, I gotta. I can't even take that out the packaging. I gotta let my brother sign that one, and I'm gonna get another one. I'm going to get the you and Ortiz joint. I'm going to get two Ortiz joints because when I run into him, he got to sign one. And then I'm going to put them joints on the mantle. It's going to be the inner circle versus the NWO versus, versus the club. You know what I mean? You got to play it I got the whole setup ready. I got the whole, I got got the whole setup ready. You got another more. Yeah, Rome, Rome, a thousand words always got the good markers. He, he, he got, got, he got all the good portraits. He does it. He does Paul it all. Roy. He, got, he got me right. See, now... You know, I I learned that you was doing the the two K wrestling later in life, right? Yeah. But I got on to you when you guys got into TNA. Yeah. Now before, like before, I even asked that. When did you meet Ortiz? It was, it was I he, met him at two K. Oh my god! Yep, I met him. I was thirteen years old. That's crazy. Damn, bro. Yeah. since thirteen. Yeah. That's crazy. We started wrestling in behind man. That's together. your brother. Pretty much. <laughs> well, yeah. I used to battle in front of Manhattan Center. Crazy. Like, my two of my best friends, Nemlo mm-hmm. and Steve-O, mm-hmm. and a girl that I was dealing with at the time, all went to Manhattan Center. And I went to Brandeis. I had, okay. no, biz- I had no reason to go to Manhattan Center other than them. And yeah. I was probably in Manhattan Center more than I was in Brandeis. Just by going over there to just battle and just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. be around. So the fact that you was wrestling in the back, and I was battling in the front. That's wild. This was destiny. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> There's no other way to put it, bro. There's absolutely no this other way destiny. to put it. I don't even Hell like, yeah. it's crazy, bro. When just the, I never thought about it until now. Like, what the fuck? Santana was in the back scrapping. And I'm in the front rapping. Scrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, what the fuck? I think yes. I'm gonna name this episode "Scrapping, scrapping and Rapping." That's the name of this episode. It comes as I go. But how did you guys get into Impact? Well, get into TNA at the time. So that was uh, another journey within itself. So we, um, 
I uh, so I got trained and stuff like that. I started doing little shows here and there. And then I had to uh, take a little trip to Puerto Rico and get away from the city for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and I spent some time out there. And then, you know, I came back once once everything was chill. And I came back and I I, I was, you know, I, I didn't have a dollar to my name, bro. I didn't, nothing. Like, I came back. I had no direction. I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I, no plan at all. What year was that? The, uh, maybe 2010. 2010, 2011, Nine, maybe. maybe yeah. Like 10, 11. Yeah, around there. Mm -hmm. And I came back and randomly I, I was like, hey, there's a show going on. Let me go check out this show and, and see what's good. And then I ended up running into Ortiz after not seeing him for a few years at that show. And we, you know, we connected right away. We were like, holy shit, it's been a while. And fucking we're talking. We hit it off. And um, at the time he was working at, at Borders Bookstore. Wow. And uh, I, you know, we, we hit it off and I told him, I was like, hey, I just got back. I'm looking for a job. If you, you know, of any places, whatever. And he was like, yo, my job is actually hiring. I'll, I'll put you in contact and get your resume together and I'll see what I could do. I was like, say no more, you know. And uh, I did exactly that. I hit him up and uh, he got me a job. At so y'all both was working at Borders so Bookstore. We were both Bookstore. working security so right. in that front of Borders Bookstore. Fucking, that's hilarious. Yo, from the Bruh. bookstore to the big league. That's crazy. I know you got some stories. That's crazy. Oh man. <laughs> bro, there was we, we called them the regulars, bro. Was, damn. But yeah, man, we, we started working together at Borders and and um you know, that's all we did was talk about wrestling. During during the break time, we, we would go to the break room. There was a DVD player and a TV. Hmm. And we would pop in old Ring of Honor DVDs and fucking Fire. just watch wrestling. You know, old hmm. Japanese shit. And uh, that's all we did. So everybody knew during our break time, that's what we were doing in there. Right, so, right, you right. know. And, um, yeah, out of nowhere, he, he had told me about uh, – it's, it's crazy how shit goes full circle – he had told me, yo, I just read uh, Chris Jericho's new book, um, you know, A Lion's Tale. And I was like, oh, shit. Let me let me check it out. You he was like, you should read it. Whatever. I read it, bro. And I read it in maybe like two, three days. And I came back to work, bro. And I was like, yo, this is the blueprint. Mm. This is mm. this is the the uh, if you want to make it, this is it. It's it's right in this book. That was the moment you felt it? That was the moment that we decided, yo, let's be a tag team. Mm. Mm. Ortiz sound like mm. the plug. Let's change it. <laughs> <laughs> and we had the like, job. Yeah, Ortiz, yo. Ortiz but, sound like the plug. But uh, yeah, man, and, and we, we were like, yo, all right, let's, you know, let's see what we do. And, and then uh, I started training in the Bronx at Hunts Point, and there was a ring there, and I started That's training with a few stuff. people. And... Um, I ran into this old school tag team named All Money Is Legal, and they were mm. they were you know pretty big on the indies back in the day, and uh, I started training with them, and they took a liking to me, and I was like, and they asked me, "Yo, do you know someone you could tag with so we could have a match?" And I was like, "Absolutely, I do, actually." <laughs> and I remember uh, they were like, "Yo, let's do it this date. There's a show going on. We'll book, you know, we'll we'll have a tag match." And I remember I called Ortiz that night. And he did not pick up his phone. Oh my and god! And I was tight. <laughs> I must have called him, bro. No lie, like twenty times. Bro. Oh my god! And then I call. I who was it that I called after? I I called one of our other boys, and I was like, "Bro, do you believe this motherfucker right now? Bro? <laughs> do you believe this He's dude is, up. is just leaving me flat right now, bro? When we got an opportunity to do something legit." Mm -hmm. And then he was like, all right, all right, let me try to call him. He calls him, and supposedly Ortiz tells me that our other boy ended up cursing him out, OD, and fucking like, yo, call him so we can, you know, get shit popping. And uh, he called me back, and the rest is history. We had that wow. match, and that well, was Shout it. out to Homeboy for calling him. Word. Shout yo, out to Homeboy yo. for making the call. Yo, shout Facts. out to f &B, bro. Facts. So is that when y'all got to TNA? No, no. So TNA? that was when we started grinding on the indies, mm. and we would just we started our we started training with the SATs in Brooklyn, and then um, after that we started bouncing around 
all over the East Coast. We try to get CZW. Yeah, CZW. We went to Beyond Wrestling. That's mm-hmm. where we really like really broke out and had like top notch matches. At Who that else time. was in Beyond Wrestling at that time when you guys? Were uh, there? there was Chris Dickinson. There was Jaka. Uh, the Bucks were coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Steen was coming through a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there was a bunch of guys at that time in and out of that East Man. See, I feel like how. The blog era was my golden era. Mm-hmm. I feel like around that time, the indie. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Circuit was your guys' golden yep. era. Yep. Right? Because all the big stars came out of that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The tag teams, you guys, the Brian Danielsons, yep. Yep. the fucking um, the Bucks, mm-hmm. the Kevin Steens, Kevin Owens for the guys that. Yep, yep. And I know it's a lot of my fans that, that are my fans, so they love wrestling. So. Like how this guy loves porn, and he just and he just, and he just Bro, had his he had his episode he had his episode for love, and we gonna get into that too because that's that's his Uh-oh. that's his forte. All right, but 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 right. but 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 wrestling is my shit. Like yeah. how I love rap, I love wrestling. Although I'm not in the business, I love to learn the business. I love mm-hmm. to know the history. And this interview for me is one of my favorite interviews already because not only do I get to talk to my friend, but I get to talk to my friend that's in the business yeah, yeah. currently. And the first wrestler Absolutely. here. Right. And the first wrestler the first, on this the show. First, the first. The first. The wow, first wrestler first. to Damn. be on the fucking show. That's so it's, it's already it. history for it's me. Overdue. You Shit. know what I mean? It was overdue. So Thank I, you. Thank yeah. <laughs> right. <wrestler>. Right. <laughs> so you know, coming up in that in that, you know, that so to speak, that golden era time mm-hmm. for you. Like how was it working in those indies? Like, how much time do you spend in one territory before you go to the next? Honestly, for us, it was, we constantly had to move. I feel like the Northeast at that time was such a bubble that if you stood in that bubble, not a lot was going to happen for you. So we understood, like, all right, we'll make our rounds up and down the East Coast, but then we need to start moving out to the Midwest, we need to start going further down south. We need to start. So um, we were like, all right, Beyond Wrestling and House of Glory were the two places that were giving us bomb matches and they were, you know, highlighting us a lot and giving us a lot of opportunity. But then we also started making our way out west and, you know, doing the PWG and doing the the AIWs and stuff like that. And, um, But yeah, Ortiz and I just, our whole mentality was we need to move everywhere. Mm -hmm. I want, we wanted for fans to open those, because back in the day, like at that time, um, and even now still, like PWI, all the way in the back, they had, they listed the indie guys and the indie shows or whatever that was going on. Then they listed, all right, who was on this show, this show, this show. So we were like, our goal is for fans to open those magazines and see our name in the west coast the east coast the midwest down south like and that was our whole mentality and then finally it it popped off when when tna gave us that that call and shit that changed everything for us see that's how i got on to y'all and i started to see y'all in ring style and i just loved it because for one, it's technical and it's high flying at the same time, mm-hmm. and it's it was the new era of style, mm-hmm. right? And being in, in TNA, like TNA had their own style of wrestling outside of what WWE was doing and yep. all the other guys, right? And I, it, what really legitimized it for me is is seeing Conan with y'all. Oh yeah, right? Because Conan comes from the NWO, from the LWO. He was that, that stamp, and he, he was, was that stamp, stamp, and it kind of felt like. It gave me that vibe, but it was a spin to it because mm-hmm. he got y'all style of wrestling, but he's an OG now, yep. right? And y'all manager. Yep. What was it like linking with the legend and soaking game from Conan? Bruh, still to this day, 
probably the greatest, you know, one of the greatest moments of, of our career, you know what I mean? And I got to tell this story. So uh, when we first got the call, it's funny. Um, <clears throat> shout out to JB, Jeremy Borash. He, he was at the time, he was one of the producers there. And uh, he emailed our, our Ortiz and I, when we were on the Indies, we had a joint email. So promoters hit that email. We both pretty much saw what was going on. Right. And um, he had emailed us. But I, at the time, I was home. I had quit my, my 9 to 5. I had uh, September 9th, 2016 was when I quit my 9 to 5. And I was mm. like, this wrestling shit got to work. Like I told Ortiz, like, I got a kid. I got bills. I got a wife. I got like this wrestling shit. If we're going to do it, it has to work now. And uh, so, you know, we grinded for those six months from September to March when we got signed. Yo, we were fucking doing 12 shows a month, 13 shows, a month, like just mm. killing ourselves. Bro. Crazy. Like, cause one, I needed the money and two, we, we needed to make noise. We needed to make as much noise as possible. And uh, so one day I was home, I was home alone with my daughter. She was still like really young. Um, and my girl was at work and uh, I'm literally in the middle of making lunch for my daughter. And Ortiz calls me. He's like, yo, you need to check the email right now. And I'm like, bro, I ain't checking shit. I'm making lunch. <laughs> you know, that shit's going to have to wait. I'm on father time. Yeah, bro. I was like, that shit's going to have to wait. But uh, he was like, bro, we got an email from Jeremy Borash. And the name clicked mm. right away because I knew, you know, I knew right, who right. JB was. And I was like, stop your bullshit, man. Like, you know. And uh, he's like, no, I think it's for real. He left a number. He's mm. like. This is Jeremy Borash from so-and-so. Like, give him a call ASAP as soon as possible. I was like, all right, but I got to finish lunch. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, all right, finish lunch and hit him up. So I'm like, because I was always the one that that did business. I was was always the one that uh, dealt with all the promoters and shit like that. So he was like, yo, do do your job. (laughs) I was like, fuck you, bro. But anyways, so... So yeah, I um, I was like, shit. I finished my daughter's lunch. I gave her lunch, and then uh, I went to my room, and I made that call. And sure enough, it was JB, and he was like, "Hey, are you free such and such date?" And I was like, "I am now," uh, you know. And um, he was like, he he kind of gave us uh, uh gave me a like a small synopsis of a plan of what they had in mind, and I was like, at this point, bro. Let's anything. let's get it. You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's get to work. And he was like, okay, uh, you're going to get a call from a 619 area code. Mm. And I was like, 619? You know who I thought of the right away. Man, I was like, stereo. what? What? <laughs> was like, what? <laughs> but uh, he's like, just pay attention to the phone and, and whatever. So I remember after that, con- we had maybe a 20, 30 minute conversation. After I hung up, bro. I hugged my daughter so tight, and I fucking cried my like a little bitch, bro. I cried, like I because it was it was the first moment where I was like, this opportunity could change everything if we put into work, you know. And I at the point I was, you know, uh, and um, just having that moment with my daughter alone, and and she's like. What the hell is your problem? But, uh, <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see later. Yeah, exactly, right? Yep. But uh, no, so then um, maybe like an hour or two later, I sure enough, I get a call, 619 area code. I pick up, yo, yo, it's k Dog, And I was like, my hair stand up now, bro. It's crazy. It was like, <laughs> that's exactly what it, I was. And later on, I was like, yo, do you always respond as k Dog on the phone? What's, what, what's the deal? But... <laughs> Are you always in the, is that your is that your deal? I'm nah. K-Dog. Yeah, that's and uh nah man and, and we spoke and he broke it all down to me. He was like, yo, this is the plan. Um would you be interested? And um Yeah, and and what of course we were like absolutely I, I was like LAX fucking you know I, all about it. Um but what what really really did it to me and made me like really uh solidify that that uh what's the word that uh that choice mm-hmm. 
was at the end of the conversation before he hung up. He goes, yo, um, just real quick. All I'll ever ask is for you to keep it real with me. Mm. And I was like, you're dealing with two Puerto Rican kids from New York. That will never be an issue. Talk. Mm. And after that, the rest is history, the man. The rest is history. NYC, baby. That's crazy. <laughs> See, like, <clears throat> when you guys were in TNA, for one, like I said, y'all was a part of one of the illest factions. Yeah. Then you guys were putting on five-star matches, winning titles. At some point, it was like, what more can we do? Right? So after you guys left TNA, that's when you guys went to HOG? Or was it like... No, we ROH were after that. No, we were we were a House of Glory on the Indies before right. we got to to Impact. Before you guys got to Impact, y'all yeah, was that? we but we did, started. Did you guys at, go back after? Because I feel yeah, like yeah, went back. while we were at Impact, we were still doing House of Glory shows. Right, but we got to House of Glory in maybe 2014, 15. Mm. So very early on, like before mm. they even got to Amazon. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bro, we were doing... Bro, when they were running shows in a, in a gym in fucking in Jamaica. And, uh, yeah, bro, like, we, we were there from, like, before they even started doing all those big shows. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Shout out to B. That's, that's, yeah, that's ill. So, right, so now... You guys are a part of AEW. Yeah. One of the hottest fucking brands, organizations, territories. Hell yeah. Today. Hell yeah. I faithfully watch it every Wednesday Mm -hmm. or Friday, whenever it comes on. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, I think I was was asking you this before you even got there. Like, I can't wait to see y'all in the Bucks. Like, I I got to see that. And then... You guys got there, and now it's all these dream programs that's happening, y'all in mm-hmm. FTR. Mm-hmm. Like I popped when I saw Conan. Oh yeah, well, you that, know we had I, to. I was like, oh no, nah, that's that's <laughs> hell. That's nostalgia right there. Like, yep. like being. Shout out to Tony Khan for one. I 100%. love how I love how AEW was ran. Yep. I love it. I love coming to the shows. Mm-hmm. I love I love the energy that you guys give everybody. It's an A one organization. Yep. What is it like working for Tony Khan Man. in AEW? It's it's uh Honestly like when people like people throw around like family a lot. That's mm-hmm. a family. Mm-hmm. Legit. Like um I could tell. Bro, when when my pops passed away, bro, like I can't even tell you what they did for me and my family, you know mm. what I mean? And just the support that they offered and just like, you know, um, I'll, I'm forever in debt to, to Tony Khan straight up. Like mm. he's a real dude and, and just a genuine person, bro. Like even aside from the business and aside, like you get to sit down and talk with him and, and just like get to know him. He's a dope dude. And that's not me just saying it cause he's my boss or anything, but like legit, he's a, he's a dope dude. He knows his shit. And he's hip to a lot of shit that's going on, you know. And um, yeah, it's it's been an amazing ride, bro. I mean, crazy shit, you know, with the pandemic and and just everything that's happened. And it's just seeing how how the team just came together to keep the fucking the the wheels going, man. Through through all the adversity and all the bullshit, um, it's it's been a journey. It's it's awesome, and it's just getting started. It's just getting started. That's, that's what I was the, about to say. It's, that's the crazy part. It just began. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's the crazy. And you know, like for one, I, I can tell Tony is a cool guy just from watching his promos mm-hmm. that he cuts on fucking Impact all the time. <laughs> I love it. Him and Tony Schiavone. That shit is. Bro, I love watching it because it's so it's so like you can't tell if it's a work or a shoot yep. because he's just going I, I love it yeah yeah but you know you said something earlier about reading Jericho's book yep and that was the blueprint mm-hmm. to get into the game fast forward you being in the game getting into the game now you were part of his group it's crazy that's why I was like full it's crazy full how full circle fucking my life circle been. bro yeah. What is it like now, after reading the book, mm-hmm. and now you're with the actual human that mm-hmm. wrote the book? Mm-hmm. What is it like being with the GOAT? Because I call him the GOAT. <laughs> yeah. I, I love him. That's, yeah. He's yeah. my favorite he wrestler because he's the king of reinvention. Yep. 
No, I mean, what is it like being with Y2K? It's a never-ending learning experience. Just being in his presence, you know what I mean? Like, you you learn more from watching him than you do from speaking wow. with him. And that's fucking insane. Mm. Like, and you know, us being from New York, we like to sit back and observe everything. Everything. And Have to. that's all me and Ortiz do. That's all we've ever done. So... Nothing changes, you know what I mean? And, and with him, it's like, he doesn't he doesn't need to tell you. He doesn't need to say it. He's going to show you. And I feel like that's what's kept him going. You know? Real leader. He's he's a straight up, like, he's a, a walking learning experience, bro. And, um, you know, when you've, when you've done the things that he's done, when you've performed at the level he's had for this long, you know what I mean? Like, what more can you say about the dude? You know what I mean? Like he's fifty years old and still rocking it. Every I was saying this out there to one of the boys. I was like, "Yo, every time I see Chris Jericho bust out a lion saw it's at crazy fifty years old, bro, <laughs> I'm like, 50. fuck this dude, yo. Because <laughs> if I can't do that at fifty, I did something wrong, bro. Man. Straight up, bro. Man. And and I mad respect for him." My respect for him. And he's just a cool dude, and he, his, his, I feel like his thing is that he knows that wrestling constantly evolves, right? He's not one of those those dudes that that like to keep it traditional and like to keep it, you know, hold it back and and not let it progress. Wrestling has to evolve. It always like has. That's what's kept it relevant. Just like anything, mm-hmm. right? But uh, he. Like, I feel like his ego has never, uh, like, gotten in his way of asking or getting advice from the younger guys or seeing how shit works in different ways. Because, bro, when we first got there, and even mm-hmm. still to this day, he comes to us and asks us for advice. Wow. And I'm like, That's crazy. what? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? If Chris Jericho was a rapper, who would he be? Hmm. Mm. If Damn. Chris Jericho was a rapper, because he, he sounds like Lil Wayne, mm. he's scared. He's not scared to evolve. You like, know what? He's. I don't know. That that could be. I don't know. That's a good one. I don't know. I was just thinking about that when you mm. just said that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because Lil Wayne won with Cash Money, and then he won mm-hmm. with Young Money, and then you know he he reinvented a lot. Went from the braids to the dreads. See up there with the goats. Switched up his style. That could be a good. One. I like yeah, that. I'm just. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good one. You know, one one thing one thing with you and Ortiz that I love is your promos. Mm-hmm. Like you guys always add our culture into that. Absolutely. Like pop culture, like what the streets is saying. Yep. Like every time I see y'all, like even spray painting El Badio. <laughs> like, I love it That's because real. it's like That's every York, time baby. I see y'all, yeah, yeah. I feel fucking New York. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, yeah, bro. what is the freedom like? It's amazing. Promos over there. It's amazing. Uh, you know, we get we get a lot of free reign over what we want to say and put together and stuff. You know, as long as it's you know nothing fucking outrageous. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but for the most part, you know, we get a lot of free reign and and Tony and Chris and. A lot of the team, they trust us to to come up with our, our shit and, and just be as, as real and authentic as possible. And that's that's honestly what's been Ortiz and I's bread and butter, that like keeping it real. And uh, again, my favorite wrestler of all time is Bret Hart. I was going to ask you someone, that. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. Yeah, someone, that, someone that kept he, – he was never a character. He was never a gimmick. What you saw was who he was he all the really, time. He really was the champion. Exactly. He, he really, really was, was the hitman. He, he really, really was man. the best there is. The Facts. best there was. No best smiling. there ever will Facts. be. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like he, uh, he was, and that's why I was so drawn to him because I was never into like all the characters and the big, you know, personalities and shit. This dude, he always said I was the best professional wrestler. I'm, I'm the best. I'm better than anyone you know what i mean and when he spoke about his family when he spoke about where he came from when he spoke about where he trained like that that's what made him him and Mm. like for for us it was like this is who we are take it or leave it you know what i mean like we want to make it to where wherever we're going to make it being us of course we we uh 
I like to say, and, and of course all the greats have saying it, say, said it, uh, it's ourselves turned up to fucking 100, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, like with me personally, like I, I just channel the person who I used to be. Hmm. You know, because that that person I, I keep locked inside and and you know shit like that. So, with those promos and and our matches is when I, I get to you know put the key in and unlock that shit a little bit. Right. And I'm thankful that I, I have an outlet that ain't gonna get me locked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. So uh, I'm thankful for that. So, um, but yeah, man, it's 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 a blessing. It's a blessing that we've been able to make it this far and and to this level, being. Two Puerto Rican kids from New York City, right? And right. that to me is everything. If if wrestling doesn't ever give me anything, it gave me that, mm. and it allowed me to be me. Hmm. You know, that's and hard. That's real. Yeah. That's that's what rap did for me. That's yeah. free. The same yeah. way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like <clears throat> smoke does on record. Is smoke does off record? Yep. It's really not a big difference. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? Outside the rap shit. Now, you know, LES, New York City. Now, I met you a couple years ago from one of my best friends that happens to be from Albadio. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Bodega Bams. Yes, sir. Yep. Family to the show. He was up here. You know what I mean? Um, your taste of rap is definitely... Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Definitely up there mm-hmm. because you know about shit that mm-hmm. you're supposed to know about. I try to, and you rock like how you rock with the indies mm-hmm. in wrestling. Mm-hmm. You work with the indies in rap. Yep. You listen. Who are some of your people that you're listening to? Uh of course, Bams. Of course, yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Griselda's killing it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like they, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like they, they, you know, they just, bro, they, uh, all you guys are like the NWO of this shit right now. You know what I mean? I say it straight up. Y'all the ones holding it down. Like y'all keep, right. y'all are, are, uh, just that vibe and that aura of what hip hop used to be mm. lives through y'all. And to me, that's, if it wasn't f- for you guys, I'd still be listening to, and I still do. I listen to all '90s shit. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But right. honestly, like, y'all would I fuck with? <laughs> like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, y'all, y'all are the ones keeping keeping the culture alive. Like the true essence of of the culture and, and lyricism and and just all that shit. So, um, I just honestly, I I've been so caught up with a bunch of shit. That I haven't really like delved into shit, but I listened to Cole's album recently. Cole's album is hard. That was that Shout was real out to hard. My brother J Cole. Yeah, man, that was that was really good shit. Um, but man, like, yo, this these Griselda dudes are not. Those are my brothers, man. Around, the niggas is yo. incredible. I always say, you know, what I mean, like they was a part of my inspiration. You know, what I mean, That's as crazy. far as like I came in on that style of rap. Yeah. You know, what I mean, and and when. I started to click on the internet. <clears throat> that style of rap wasn't favorable yeah, yeah. at the time. So for them to kick through the doors with that being the forefront of the style, yeah. you know what I mean? And me fucking with them niggas from 2015 before shit really, you know, mm-hmm. started to move mm-hmm. like that and seeing the progression of all three of them. Like, I can't choose which one I love the most yeah, as far man. as, you know what I mean? They all have like, something as, as, special. Period. Like, yeah, I love bro. all of them niggas yeah, the same. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's, it's, it's crazy, but... They bring that breath of fresh air, yeah, man. you know what I mean, to revitalize what's going on out here. So I, I love it as well. Because I'm a fan, too. As, no, as much as being an artist, absolutely. I'm a fan of artists yep. as well. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm a fan of all of them niggas. I listen to Benny fucking West and Con religiously. Yeah, man. So I, so I feel that. Like, you know, <clears throat> being fucking on TV and not having fans... Right. So <clears throat> before, because now the world is starting to reopen, mm-hmm. starting to be, you know, we're mm-hmm. starting to get jiggy again. Yeah. Hopefully, though, hopefully, yeah. hopefully we all, you know, I'm not, let me not go what. Because yeah, I feel like every, every summer they'd be like, yeah, the world's back open. And then when they get cold, they'd be like, all right, it's closing. Yeah, it's over. Right. But now, you know, fans are starting to trickle back in. And mm-hmm. I'm definitely coming to the show on the 22nd of September. Cool. Hell yeah. In Arthur Ashe Stadium. Hell yeah. AEW. That's going to be insane. You know what I mean? First time in New York City, I will be front row, me and West Side Gun, like oh, we man. always are. <laughs> right. Oh, man. But what was it like working in front of no crowd? 
It was, like I said, the hardest fucking year ever. Not just in my personal life, but professionally. I think it was it was the first time any of us had to... Uh, we all know the fans are just as much as a part of the show as the wrestlers are. You know what I mean? Uh, they, they're the ones that we feed that... We get that energy from. They're the ones that... that add that extra oomph to to the shows you know that if it wasn't for the fans we wouldn't be doing this shit you know what i mean um so being on tv and in front of those cameras but knowing like shit man like i gotta try to muster up some energy from somewhere you know and uh what did it for me honestly was just every time we we got in front of the camera i just told myself Yo, there's a bunch of kids watching this shit. There's a bunch of people watching this shit that need an escape, that need some something to take their mind off of something, that are going through some shit or are looking for something to look forward to or or, or trying to draw from our energy, you know what I mean? And I, I just channeled that. And I would just always tell myself before walking out the curtain, like, yo, there's a kid like I was sitting in his boxes watching this shit in front of his TV in his living room, you know what I mean? And I just told myself, yo, they deserve all my energy. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. Not just them, but this this business. This business hmm. has allowed me to give a, a fucking great life to my family, bro. Oh. I owe this shit everything. Hmm. Uh, forever. Hmm. Like, I... I <laughs> this shit saved my life, bro. I feel you, bro. I, I, bro, I, bro. Nah, I, feel, I feel. I feel that. <laughs> my Hold nigga, song. I fucking. Hold song, I, my when nigga. I say I feel that, I feel you, bro. I feel I'm that. You, bro. Yeah, man. Cause this should save my Real life too, cry, bro. bro. You know what I mean? Real men cry. And, and condolences to you and your dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? You already know what's yeah, happening, so you already know how how, yeah. that, how that shit goes. Um, you know. The pandemic now coming hopefully to an end, mm-hmm. and us being able to travel again, and the forbidden door being <laughs> kicked open. Yeah, right? I've been dying to see you guys in Japan. Oh man, dying that's, to see it. That's the only, the only. Uh, I feel like the only country that we haven't touched yet of a part like that are a part of the big wrestling territories and big because re- we've done germany we've done the uk we've done puerto rico we've done the united the states mm-hmm. we've done canada mm. we've done mexico mm-hmm. all that's missing is japan the same thing like the, the same thing like like jericho good luck so same thing like jericho the fucking blueprint he went to germany he went to the uk so we followed that same path you know mm-hmm. what i mean and uh, Japan is the only place that that has eluded us, huh. but I, I don't think that's for for very long. So oh yeah, I don't think so neither. <laughs> I don't think so neither. I'm dying for that. Yeah, man. Before I see you over there waiting to get tagged in, I got nah, you. Nah, I got nah, you, nah, Ortiz. Nah, nah, I got nah, you, nah. Ortiz. Hold on. You got one question. Do you have five? I got one. Do you have five questions over there? Nah, you took my. Because I was about to go shoot the five. Oh. Can you shoot the five? I have no, I can't. No, you don't even. Can you? Can, let me. Can I ask this gentleman a question? Can I ask him a question? I shoot the one. Deep we all want to be legends. Yeah. When it's all said and done, how do you want to be remembered? Oof. What I do and what I represent, I feel like, is much bigger than wrestling. Um, all I've ever wanted to do was do something that was going to help people, mm. something that was going to. Um, Something that was gonna be here past me, you know what I mean? Um, and and realizing that pro wrestling has given me a platform to be able to help people and be able to do that. Um, my I guess my lasting legacy, what I want to be remembered for, isn't how many championships I won, isn't where I worked, isn't who I wrestled, but who I inspired and who I touched and and uh, you know if. If I never, you know, make a million dollars, if I never fucking, you know, main event a, a, a WrestleMania or whatever the case is, bro, if I inspired someone, if I if I gave a kid hope and say, yo, if that kid that looks like me 
was able to make it and able to make something of his life coming from where we come from, have struggled the same way we have, then I could make it. If if I could have people say that, that's all I want to be remembered for. So just to, to be just and also for being me and representing my culture. Gangsta. Gangsta. I got one more. I want to be the big pun of wrestling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that because I was. You want to be you. the big pun of wrestling, man. I want to be That's the it. big. That pun was of my wrestling. next question. Go ahead. That was my next question. He gave it to me. What was so the question? Big pun. I want to be the because big I, pun I was. I asked you who who was Chris, Chris Jericho if yeah, it was yeah. a rapper. Who would you be? Big who, pun. Big pun. Yeah. Big pun went platinum and bought a house on fucking. White Plains Road. St. Lawrence. Right. I live St. Lawrence. Bro. I live the block. I know exactly Chilled what you're talking about. in front of Soundview Projects. Yes. Facts. With his fucking Park truck. the moped yeah. that was in the video in front of the house. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> bro, the essence, bro. The essence. That's, wow. that, like, he is, is who I fucking, who I pattern. I'm with you. know you. what I mean? I'm with you, Rich, too. <laughs> Rich with Big Punisher. Uh, big Punisher, uh, bro. Man, like, he, uh, he was, he was the... And NYC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I'm what I'm saying. Uh, NYC, you. being Puerto Rican, just... Man, like... Y'all been wrestled in Puerto Rico? Yeah. Been champions in Puerto Rico. Talking Come shit. Come on, man. <laughs> Listen, man. Come I'm on, asking man. that man a question, brother. Not Two not times. I'm not. <laughs> 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 hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. You got to pull out the cards. You got to. I'm, you a, got... I'm a humble dude. You already settled the action figure. Yo. You already got action figure. So listen, I'm a humble dude, but sometimes I'll pull the card out, bro. You got to pull the card out? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. And I get and, and I get a pass because I don't pull it out as often. You need so, to though. Yeah. Fuck I it. Do. I People do. need to know. That's why I, I started do. it off. Well, hold on, my man. One, he's a fourteen-time all around you, all around the globe, and like, just crazy. Yeah, like worldwide. I feel like I haven't even like went like that to the ceiling, bro. You haven't. I feel like I'm not even, bro. I'm thirty years old. Mm. I'm, bro. Just the plans and and just the 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 blue the blueprint that I've put together in my mind for myself. Man, it's scary, but it's exciting at the same it's time. It's exciting, yeah. It's very exciting because you, know? you know, I'm not. I'm not trying to shake shit up, guys. I'm just, I'm just, I gotta give a disclaimer. You know what I mean? Shout out to Big E. I love Big E. That's my guy. Shout out to um. Shout out to Austin. Shout yep. out. You know what I mean? Shout out. Shout out to fucking um Kofi. Yeah. I would love to see. Proud and powerful against the new day one. Man, day. that'd be dope. Because that's one thing that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm huge fans of all of them. I hope and pray that this forbidden door, right? <laughs> he putting it at out there. At some point in time in life, right? I hope that forbidden door is the universal forbidden yeah. door. Yeah. I think, I think the only thing holding it back and the only uh, thing in the middle of that is ego. Mm. That's it. I think at the end of the day, in professional wrestling, that's been its biggest uh, uh, detriment. Right. Is ego. Because when you eliminate ego, everybody eats. Facts. That's a big fact. (laughs) He told you. That's a big fact. You know? Because I feel like, at least at this point in time in pro pro wrestling, it's the closest it's ever been Mm -hmm. to that happening. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we that far in the years away from it happening because I see AEW being around 30 years from now. Yep. Yep. And that's not just me just blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. It's why we and decided to go there because we saw, we believe in the vision. I see it. Yeah. I see it. Like like I said with fans, like you see me there. I'm, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love it. 
Um, what is your Mount Rushmore of tag team wrestlers? Tag teams. Because everybody asks Mount Rushmores of just wrestlers. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna, I wanna know your Mount Rushmore tag team. You you stumped him. Damn, I haven't, I haven't thought about this in a long time. I'll put this out there right now, and I feel like Ortiz and I have always said it. Um, I think the best tag team in the world is the Briscoe Brothers. I'll say it straight up. Uh, I love the Briscoe brothers. I'm, I'm, bro, I'm just waiting for it to happen. Just any, any. We re- we wrestled them in Germany for for WXW. Shout out to them. Uh, they made it happen. We had went over there for their uh, big tag tournament that they they do every year. We got to wrestle the Briscoes. But um, man, to to have been doing it as long as they have at the level that they have and have constantly like. Bro, they constantly innovating, bro. Constantly like going hard. Those dudes do not very intense. Bro, they're not fucking around. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they are not fucking around. I'll be real. I'll I'll be the first one to say it. When we wrestled them in Germany, and we were standing across the ring, I looked back at Ortiz and I was like, "Yo, you got your boots on, bro? Yeah. Are they tied tight? Because we're going for a ride, bro. And it was awesome." Man, <clears throat> I would love to see that again. Yeah. Actually. Oh, at this point, yeah, we were young at that time. We were that was uh I think twenty seventeen when we wrestled them the mm. first time. So I could imagine even now. Briscoe's he only gave us one. Nah, I know, but I was just about to say something. We need to see that again, so you know what that means. Word. I'm gonna keep let you keep I'm going. with it. Yeah, I mean, uh, so, so the Briscoes, that's one. Briscoe Bros, um, Heart Foundation, of, of course. course. Uh, fucking British Bulldogs. Of course. Um, who else? For me, <laughs> um, Dr. Death and, Ooh, and Terry, and Terry Bam, Gordon. Man. Bro, Ooh. come on. <laughs> Miracle Violence Connection, man. Bro, for me, that's hard. They are not playing. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. hard. Yeah, that's hard. Alright, so see, for me, I think my four might be the Brain Busters. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, shit, this is hard. Um, I'm gonna put the Heart Foundation in there mm-hmm. because you know I love the Heart Foundation, Steiner Brothers. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And I think my last one. LAX. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, you thought I was about to say. (laughs) You thought I was about to say. Come on, man. I got my brother in this motherfucker. Come on. Automatically, y'all got a spy. Come on, man. Yo, don't and make me go over and, and hug the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not favoritism. Yeah. That's that's real life, man. Appreciate nah, it much, love. That's, that's real life. Much, that's okay. Vegas rolled the backward today. Like two episodes You're ago. You're so proud of that. Two, two episodes ago, he said he was on the fence. He's like, nah, nah, come on, I got the back. What? You know how Vegas do say. <laughs> I'm sure. But <laughs> <For> sure. <laughs> Come on, I'm smoking. Uh, I'm Vegas. I feel like Vegas don't know what countries it is. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas ready to go home. This he ever hit him with the Skyhawk, brother. Back, I didn't know bro. what country I was in. You know what I mean? This episode is sponsored by the Smokers Club. You know what I mean? Every episode. Shout out to the Smokers Club at www. TheSmokersClub.com for all your high fashion accessories, stoner um, trinkets, Boom. t-shirts, all of that. And uh, if you're in California and you you know you you shop at dispensaries, make sure you hit the cookie store, um, cookie Melrose, cookie store on Melrose. Um, make sure you hit the uh, all the Empire stores. Make sure you hit the Marathon store. And I think we got a whole bunch of other stores. And make sure you go get the critters. Go get the job stopper. Go get the donuts. You know what I mean? We complying white label. And we got the gas. And you know what I mean? For the black market. You know what I mean? I'm outside. I don't know where my bag is at. Hold on. 
You get it going. Oh, nah, this is a different bag. Yeah, it's my bag. Oh, all right, all right. Up, right. You know what I mean? That's the Big, most creative shit ever. Thank you, brother. You know what I mean? I got I got a bag for you with nothing in it. <laughs> Wait. Big League, Big League OG, Big League OG, you know what I mean? Shout out to the Asta Club. If you know, you know. Um, and that type of that type of shit. Yeah, you know I mean, what's up with you? And nothing, man. Nothing. I'm good. You look like somebody I don't want to play with. Though. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I don't want to play with you, brother. What? You don't want to be a regular at the bookstore, man. You don't want to get dropped. You don't want to get dropped at the bookstore. For real, bro. You know, before b- before I let you go, you got a clothing line. Mm-hmm. You've been working on, yeah, man. You know, what I mean, you already know I'm gonna be in all of that. I right? <laughs> appreciate it, but but what's up with that? Let's, you know, what I mean, let's. What, 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 can can we talk about that? A little? Yeah, man. Pretty much, uh, it's it's been a little passion project I've been working on on the side. You know what I mean? I've always been into uh, uh actually, my pops is the one that got me into um, collecting a lot of like graphic tees and shit like that. So, um, you know, I I've always been into I, I cop a shirt almost everywhere I go, you know what I mean? I, that's always been a thing for me. And, uh, yeah, I, I just want to put some flavor on, you know, old school New York culture and, and, you know, pretty much made in New York. And, yeah, man, like, it's 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 dope. Like, just so many ideas been flowing and so many things. Like, I got a really cool team together and, and everybody got the same mindset and the same vision and shit is really popping off pretty cool. It's been getting a lot of support, so it's it's pretty dope. But yeah, pretty much just a, a straight up old school New York feel, you know, mixing hip hop, maybe mix some wrestling and, you know, just do a lot of collabs and shit like that. But fire, yeah, fire, man. fire. When so is it out? When is it dropping? Like so I uh so we do uh like very limited shit. We we usually do pre order stuff and it's up for seven days. After the seven days are up, pretty much like we try to keep it very limited, so Catch him if you can. Yeah, flash it. Yeah, flash yeah, it. yeah. Is it, is it up right now? Can I? Can I get? Can so I? So we right? doing we doing we doing our our second drop um dropping this Friday actually. So okay, perfect. It'll perfect. be dropping this Friday probably <coughs> at, at twelve o'clock noon, and uh, yeah, man. Where just, can we find it? Uh, on my Instagram perfect. at Santana underscore Proud, and also uh, at Born Nasty NYC on both Twitter and and Instagram. Um, but yeah, man, dropping Friday. We're doing our second drop. Uh, drop a few, uh, few items there, and then uh, keep growing, keep expanding, and and you know, yeah, just doing it up. <clears throat> Fire. So yeah, I'm not missing that drop on Friday. I'm Appreciate it. Everything in the two X. You already know. I'm not even. I, I was about to. You know, I could have pulled the, the the brother. Yo, yo, what's up, bro? Man, send me a box. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I'm gonna do is, for one, for all my fans that's listening. Make sure you follow Santana right now um, on Instagram and Twitter. What's your Instagram handle again? Again, it's at Santana underscore Proud. And on Twitter, same thing. Same thing, yes, sir. Follow my brother. Make sure y'all be in tune with everything that's going on. Cop that merch. Um, and I love you, brother. Love you, bro. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having me and and just always showing me love and hospitality. I came in here. Got a full plate of food. <laughs> like, yo, again, I've never been, I've never had so much contact high ever. Uh, it's been great. I got the munchies again. It's all good. So we got more food. So you good, food. man. You good. You good. But, uh, but yeah, man, thank you so much for having me and, and like mass success to all this and everything you're doing. And bro, if there's any way that I can help promote or support in any way, bro, I'm always here. Bro, like you, this, you already do that you already. already. Did that. You, I, you do it, and you Man. did it even more by by coming and come fuck with me. You know what I mean? First wrestler, the first that's crazy. wrestler. My, that's crazy. It's crazy. You know what I mean? I, Especially I lo- you have your passion for wrestling and just you being like one of the biggest you know supporters and fans that I know. Like, it's wild that I'm the first wrestler. Yeah. On you there, kicked yo. in the forbidden door, yo, of the personal party podcast for the Stop wrestlers. Stop playing. You kicked in the forbidden <laughs> door. So you know what I mean? Yeah. So so now Hell all my yeah. other friends, Big E, Enzo, you know what I mean? I, I even got I got it's it's a few others, you know what I mean? I'm a t i am I gotta tap in Finn, you know what I mean? Come fuck with me. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? The, the doors is wide open. Hell yeah. But you know, I usually um I usually leave the pod after we, you know, finish an app. 
with a gem. And today my gem is you miss every shot that you don't take. Mm. Boom. That's it. So go nut. Pause. You know what I mean? So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully when I look at um the box score right now, D Mitch got like 35, <laughs> 7. Your new gambling addiction. And <laughs> four threes. Yo, everybody got four threes. I hope he you hit know? four threes today. <laughs> I you hope D Mitch hit four threes today. You know what I mean? Because you miss every shot you don't take. So take all the shots. Always. What's that stupid shit you say? Mr. Curl for the girls, ways for the babes, and that's for the hood rat show Broadway personal party. Santana. Nigga, make, he remixed it today. He said, Mr. You usually say well, curls for the girls, ways for babe, naps for her rats, show Broadway hole. You know, the party podcast. Cheers. <laughs>